0: So if you want to come join, head over to com forward slash master your morning. And I promise you at the end of it, you are going to have a completely different relationship with the morning. All right, friends. So tell me, how is it going for those of you that are navigating multiple virtual school schedules at home while still trying to run your business or work or get anything done around the house or not step all over each other and not want to throttle our entire family by the end of every day? If you are living somewhere where or have made the choice to keep your children home from school right now, and you are stepping into this whole You know, juggling virtual school schedules and all of that, you know, it's hard, right? And even if it doesn't feel physically hard, it is emotionally very, very taxing. And if you're feeling that way, first and foremost, you're not alone. There is nothing wrong with you. Everybody, everybody is struggling with this. So I'm excited to share with you guys today here five steps to help you get into or how to create. A really focused daily plan that encompasses your whole family and everybody's schedules together. And there are some reasons why getting this in place is so important. It really helps things run smoother. I know when we started virtual school last year, I thought I'll just kind of be the ringmaster back here Well, nobody else understood what was going on. So I'd say, oh no, it's time to do, you know, X, and they'd all look at me like I was crazy. Well, as soon as I involved everybody in it and we laid it out every night and people understood why we were doing things at certain times. Well, that's when everything started running smoother. So I'm excited to share some of these tips here with you today. So let's go ahead, jump in and get started. Welcome to the Work Life Harmony Podcast. I'm your host, Megan Sumrall. I'm a former techie turned entrepreneur. I'm also a mom and a wife, just like you. I'm juggling hashtag all the things while running multiple businesses and a family. Being a successful female entrepreneur doesn't mean you have to feel overwhelmed, exhausted, and stressed out. Gaining control of your time and calendar is all about learning a few key techniques and systems to better organize and structure your time. This is your show to learn from me and other amazing women how to master your time and organization to skyrocket your productivity so you can have work-life harmony. Hi there, welcome back to Work-Life Harmony. So today I want to get kind of down in the weeds and talk through five core things that can really help you if you are... Struggling (laughs) to figure out how to incorporate virtual school schedules along with your personal schedule, a work schedule, a business schedule, household, conflicting virtual school schedules, all of that. And the reason why right now in particular, the timing of this is so good is because everybody is going back to school. At the time I'm recording this, my daughter is on her fourth day of school, and most of the people I know are back in, and if not, you're going to be hitting it next week. So at the time you're listening to this, your children are likely back back in school as well. And here's what I want you to understand. Before the pandemic hit, and before this whole virtual thing started last March, you need to recognize that your usual systems routines processes and all of that that you have been relying on for years kind of need to be tossed out the window And this was something I really struggled with last March. So when my daughter started virtual school, I thought, hey, I got this, right? Like, I'm a time management coach. I do this stuff for a living. No worries. (laughs) Oh, how I wish that you all could have been a fly on the wall in my home those first two weeks. It was a disaster because I was trying to kind of fit that square peg into a round hole where I was taking all of my usual principles and techniques and ways of planning and running our day. And I was trying to make them work in this virtual school schedule. And it did not. So that's when I knew I needed to take a step back. So I was like, all right, if I'm really struggling with this, I'm quite certain so many others are as well. And one of the biggest changes that I made and that I've now been working with so many other people to make as well. You guys know how I feel about weekly planning, right? I probably bring it up in just about every single episode here. And yes, weekly planning is still critical. I still rely on it. It is still my foundation. However, I have had to integrate an element of daily planning, a far more detailed daily planning than what I typically do, because when my daughter is at school, and things were kind of normal, whatever that was back then, I had large pockets of my day where I really was just responsible for my own time and not juggling and coordinating with others. So that level of, you know, minutia daily planning was really just all surrounded around my task list, my priorities. Well, when you've got everybody at home together, and there's virtual school schedules, that now means that you need to bring in an element of what everybody's doing and have a clear idea of what is going on there. So today, I want to share with you at a high level kind of five things or five steps that you can take to help you get started with this. Now, I have gone ahead, and I'll give you some more information at the end of this as well, but I have put together a super in-depth, what I'm calling a mini course that takes a deep dive in all five of these things, plus so much more, including worksheets, all kind of templates that you can use for this daily planning that I've been talking about. And I have got that available for all of you as well. So I will have a link to that here in the show notes, because once you listen to this, if you're thinking, okay, got it, I really want to take a deep dive and and put some of these things in place, you are definitely going to want to go grab that. I'm calling it how to plan and stay productive during the pandemic. And it really is geared for those of you that are juggling all these schedules with everybody at home. So let's talk about what five things that you can do to kind of help you set up and get a daily plan in place that involves everybody in your home. So the very first place you're going to need to start is to actually pull together the school schedules, the virtual schedules of the children in your home that are going through virtual school. And you may just have one, you may have multiple Most of the families that I've been talking with, their schools are providing an outline of kind of a schedule of when live Zoom calls are on versus watching pre-recorded videos and what times of the day that they should be doing certain subjects, so on and so forth. So the idea is you need to get those out and you need to map them out together. So that way you can kind of think of, and this is one of the the templates worksheets that I've got in the course as well, but kind of think of it like a grid just going from top to bottom where you're starting at maybe 9 a.m. or whatever time school starts to 4 p.m. And in that 9 a.m. slot, you need to be writing down what is each child supposed to be doing. So that way you can visually see all of them laid out side by side. Now, when you do this, the chances of all of them lining up are pretty much slim to zero, especially if you have a child in elementary school and one in high school. Now, this is going to be a lot more important for those younger kids that really do need some support from you throughout the day. You may have a high school senior that kind of does their own thing. You may have a high school senior that still needs some support from you throughout the day. I'm pretty sure that will be my reality. So, once you've laid out those schedules together, here's what you want to be looking for. What are the items on there that require kind of mandatory live interaction? So, I know a lot of schools are having parts of the day where it is, you know, live. Teaching, where it's an opportunity for your child to respond, ask questions. Those are the things that you really want to highlight as, okay, this particular call from 10 to 10.30 is really important that my child be on that live for participation. Whereas there might be opportunities here to, even though the school has laid out that virtual schedule, you may find things on there that aren't live that that really aren't the, oh, they need to be on this specific thing at that time, that you might be able to switch around, especially if you have a conversation with their teacher. So I know for us last March, there were certain calls that were a non-negotiable for my daughter. I was like, "No, you, this you have to be on at this time. This is your opportunity for that live interaction or working in a group with your peers, etc." Whereas there were other things where this is how they kind of suggested that they be spending that pocket of time. But I actually moved those around to different parts of the day to better align with the rest of the family's schedule so that step one is laying it all out where you can visually see it together step two is really assessing with that what is mandatory at that time versus where maybe do you have flexibility or the need to have a conversation with a teacher that say hey they can watch this on replay and the reason you want to do that kind of ties into steps three and steps four. What you want to create for home that's going to be a huge way to de-stress some of this for you is designated food time, whether it's snacks or meals, and then also designated breaks. And what you're really striving for here is getting those pockets of time the same for Everybody, I have a client of mine I was talking with. She has four children, all some high school, middle school, and then two elementary school. And she's like, basically for four straight hours, she felt like she was in the kitchen producing snacks or meals because everybody was on different schedules. And so one kid's, you know, on a break from nine 30 to 10, the next one's 10 to 10 30. And it was like, she felt like she was trapped in this constant producing food in the kitchen kind of a thing. So as you're aligning these schedules, that third step for you is to align and designate kitchen open times. Now, again, this is assuming that you need to be participating in in helping your children get this. Now, even if you have older children that can do all of this for themselves, a lot of times people's inclination is to just go in, grab their food, and then go sit back down and continue working. I really encourage you to have those designated snack or lunch breaks where everybody walks away from their work and sits down. That's what's happening when they're in a physical school. And it's there are so many reasons why both you know, socially and mentally, it is important to get away from the computer, from the heavy thinking, and just sit and relax and have that, that kind of snack or lunchtime together. And that actually got to be a time where I, I really enjoyed that during virtual school, kind of our little designated lunchtime and then our designated snack time. The fourth one is breaks as well. When you think about a traditional school day, there is a lot of breaks in the form of, you know, actual like recess or PE, or if you're thinking about middle school or high school, even those breaks from walking from classroom to classroom, where, you know, that class time is over, you've got your break, you're getting your next books, you're heading into your next class, maybe you've got a study hall period. It is not back-to-back intensive just learning, even in a physical school building. So you want to really really make sure that you have planned breaks where they are getting away from the screen. Now if you have children that, you know, tend to lean a little bit more with areas of problems focusing or ADHD where that screen time really can kind of over sensory load them. One of the things that we do during virtual school was every about hour was a 15 minute break where we actually went outside and moved our bodies. If it was raining, we did something fun inside, but actually saying, nope, we're stepping away. We're moving or we're, we're, we're walking away from the computer. And it was at a set time. So that way we all knew when those breaks were. And then the last one, which is so very important, is creating a designated space for school time for everybody that is in the home or designated space for work time as well. That is not their usual kind of hangout. So when I, you know, when I'm talking with families with kids. More the teenage area, the temptation for a lot of people is just to flop down on your bed and open up your your laptop and do virtual school sitting on your bed. Well, normally that space is for when you come home from school and you kind of sit and unwind because what happens subconsciously over the course of weeks and several months is if that workspace is also what is traditionally that kind of unwind downtime space, those areas really start to blur. And it is hard to truly step back and say, now I'm done with school. Now, if you're like me, <laughs> you've probably seen a lot of these beautiful pictures that everybody is posting on social media of you know spaces that they've created in their home for school. And if you have that, that's great. I know we certainly don't. And so when I'm talking about a designated space, I'm not talking about you need to now go create an entire classroom. One child's designated space could be the dining room table. Someone else might have a kitchen table. Someone else might have a folding table in the family room. But the idea is you want each person to have the space where they are, then that is where they go to do school And then when school time is over, then now they have that other area of their downtime where then they can go to and really feel like they have left school. Now, I've got a number of kind of tips and tricks and and sharing some actual items that you can get on like the super cheap. I'm talking 10 bucks or less to actually help create a mobile school station for each one of your kids. So that way it's something that can be set up in the morning and then packed away and put away at night in the course as well. So just quick review the five things that can kind of help you start to get the layout of a good plan in place. Again, you need to start with laying out those schedules side by side. Then identify what is mandatory for each person in terms of this time slot. They have to be doing this one thing because it's a live thing that they need to participate in. Once you've done those two, now is when, and again, this might require a conversation with the teachers. And I know all the ones I've talked with have been so understanding and flexible when you let them know you're trying to get this working for you at home. But next up is designated snack and lunch times where they're leaving their physical workspace to do that. Then designated breaks throughout the day. And depending upon the age of your children will depend on how many of those breaks you need, but there should be you know, the lunch break for sure, there should be at least two others throughout the day, even if they're just for 15 minutes. And then finally, really working to have a designated school space that is different from hangout space. When we started virtual, you know, we didn't know how long it was going to be last March. And so our daughter kind of plopped down in her favorite spot in the family room in a beanbag chair and set up for school. And I thought, oh yeah, you know, so it'll be for a week or two. Well, as soon as we realized that wasn't happening, we noticed that area, it just, it blended into the whole day of just this floppiness, for lack of a better word. So that's when we said, okay, this has got to change. Like the beanbag hangout thing, that needs to be hangout space. We need to have a different area where we actually show up and do our schoolwork. So I hope that this has been helpful for all of you. Again, if you really want to take a deep dive into all of this and actually get access to the daily planning template, tips and tricks for setting up the workspace, I actually have a bunch of training in the course around managing expectations for the whole family and how to include everybody in creating the daily plan each day along with this has been a really great opportunity for us to start shifting some responsibilities around the house as well, but doing it in a way that is getting a little bit more buy-in than I traditionally do when I'm looking for help around the house as well. So just know we are all in this together, right? This is something new for everybody. And if you are struggling to find something that is working well for you, Quit beating yourself up because nobody is trained to know how to do this, right? And what we've been so used to doing for years doesn't necessarily work right now. And so give yourself some grace give yourself some time and you remind yourself it's okay if it's bumpy, but what you don't want to do is just give up because if you keep chipping away at this and trying new things, you will eventually get into a place where you've got a pretty good system that's working well for you and your family. So hang in there, everyone. I am in the trenches with you. I am here cheering you on. And if you want some more information on the how to plan and stay productive, during the pandemic with virtual school. I've got the link down here in the comments. You can also find it on my website, meagansumrell.com if you go under the work with me area. And I will see you guys back here or you will hear me back here next week. Have a great one. Getting on top of all things, time management, organization, and productivity doesn't have to stop just because this episode is over. You can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Megan Sumrall, or just open any browser and go to megansumrall.com. If spelling my name is a complete pain, just go to theworklifeharmony.com and grab my free time management cheat sheet. If you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share it.